Bennett Murray wants anyone who has graduated from Indian River High School during the past 55 years to know that they are part of a larger family. That is why he was one of the founding members of the Indian River High School Alumni Association more than a decade ago. The association's mission is to promote pride, superior education, music, the arts, and sports at Indian River High School for today and the future. Since its inception in 2012, the group has awarded thousands of dollars in scholarships to local students and reestablished the Indian River High School Hall of Fame. The association now has hundreds of members, with Mr. Murray recently taking over as its president. He joined us last week to talk about the association's history and the many ways it's working for the betterment of the IRHS community. I'm Dave Mall, and you'll hear my conversation with Bennett right after the break. This is the IRSD Spotlight. Welcome back. Uh, my guest on the podcast today is the great Bennett Murray, 1984 graduate of Indian River High School and the president of the Indian River High School Alumni Association. Bennett, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having us. Obviously, uh, like I just said, you're a graduate of Indian River High School, but it goes way deeper than that. You spent 14 years of your professional career at Indian River High School. Talk a little bit about that. I did. I was actually the one of the business teachers at Indian River starting in 2001, and I taught business and accounting uh, for six years. And at that time, then I took a role as the assistant principal there, and I served under Mark Steele for six years. And then when Mr. Steele went to central office uh, as assistant superintendent, uh, I was principal at Indian River High School for four years. And now I am currently the assistant principal at John M. Clayton Elementary, where I'm starting my seventh year with working with our little guys. I think what's interesting about your career, too, is that you uh, were not an education major in college. You were in the business world for a while, right? Absolutely. I didn't really get into education until I was in my mid-30s. You know, things weren't working out the way I wanted to, and I spoke to Ray Steele. If you remember Ray Steele, yeah. a math teacher in the district, and I remember seeing him at um, Lower Sussex Little League and saying, is it too late to do something you really, truly love? And he said, it's never too late. And so I credit Ray Steele for getting my direction, going in the right direction. And uh, and everything else is, uh, you can see in the past. Yeah. And you uh, you did the alternative routes to certification route, didn't I, you? I did. It took a couple of years and, and went through the alternative routes, got certified in business and accounting. Uh, went back to school for my master's in leadership education. And now I hear him today as an administrator in the district now for, what, seven, 17 years. Well, I know the Indian River School District is glad that you did that. <laughs> this this is home, and I love I love all these kids and our faculty second to none. Well, let's talk about the Alumni Association. Um, uh, when was the uh, when was the Alumni Association founded? You know, I look back in some records trying to think about that, and there was a group of four or five of us that that met uh, right around the year two thousand twelve. So it's a little over a decade old. Uh, I remember us sitting in Mark Steele's office, him being one of the other people there. And we, we said, 
you know, with such a great group of people. And we keep on telling our Indiana High School graduates as they graduate now, they're part of a bigger family of Indiana High School alumni that we should all get together to spend time together to uh, raise money for the school, to raise money for our students for scholarships and try to meet the needs of our, our alma mater. Membership is free, I noticed. And uh, what are some of the benefits of being a member of the Alumni Association? Because it's obviously something you guys have really taken a great deal of pride in. Yeah, absolutely. We want to keep it free. We do know that there are some organizations similar to ours and other schools and other districts that actually charge. We try to keep it free. And there's actually two types of members um, that I want to say before I forget. A lot of people say, well, I'm not at a graduate Indian River High School, but you could actually be a graduate Indian River High School, or you could be what we call a friend of Indian River High School. It might be a spouse. It might be just somebody that moved to the area that wants to be part. So you do not have to be a graduate Indian River High School to be part of the Alumni Association. Now, get back to your question about some of the benefits of being a member. Our idea is to have a group of people that can share information, share their talents, all for trying to help our alma mater. In some cases, as I said earlier, it's giving back uh, financially for scholarships or clubs and organizations. In some cases, it's just being there to help a, a teacher or a group that needs help. Approximately how many members does the association have right now? Do you know? There are many hundreds, uh, if not thousands, starting <laughs> to get over a thousand members in there. Um, and the nice thing about it, uh, the members get emails, they get updates. We are on social media as well. So we try to keep everybody updated. One of the other things that we've done, some number of our classes have reached out for us to help communicate their reunions. To so those like even as of right now, I know like the class of '78, the class of '88, and the class of 2012 slash 2013 have reunions that we're helping advertise for. Yeah, and you, so, you kind of you kind of promote those on the uh, alumni association website, correct? That's correct. We just yeah. want to get the word out because let's face facts: some of our folks, um, you know, we see during graduation, we may not see for five, ten years or longer. Now, let's talk about a few of the fundraising events that you guys do, because I know you have a few of them. What are some of the big ones that you guys promote every year? Well, the big, the biggest fundraising event of the entire year is what we call our Beef and Brew. What usually usually happens at the end of March, um, beginning mid-April every year. Um, since its inception, when we first started, um, we've held that at the Frankfurt Volunteer Fire Company. Uh, we have so many people to thank. The, the community and individuals step up. They sponsor different things. Uh, we do a very large auction there. And that is our main fundraiser for the entire year. We do get donations from time to time, but I would say 95 to 98% of the monies that are brought into the Alumni Association, Association come all from that one event. And you've had that for about 10 years, haven't you? Absolutely. The only time we stopped is during the COVID time. And I, don't, I think most of us are trying to put that behind us. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, even during that time, we had assistance from some community members and we had a barbecue up in Dagsboro that was successful because since that money is our main resource, we did not want to just eliminate the availability of funds for some of our students to get scholarships. So even though they maybe were reduced in number and amount, we still were able to give some type of scholarships away, even during that COVID time. Yeah. So that'll be coming up again in, in the spring of 24, correct? That is correct. We haven't set the date yet. Matter of fact, we can talk about it later. We have our upcoming meeting coming up on uh, September 25th, where we're going to be discussing that and getting ready for a great year 
we had a super turnout last year and we're just every year it's it's exciting to see who you're going to see there who you're going to meet what's going to be available to have a good time uh so i know everyone's excited already you know as far as the funds that are raised through the through the fundraisers and donations and that type of thing uh a good deal of it goes back into scholarships am i right about that absolutely you know i was looking back at some records and with some help with some other alumni folks uh we looked into that we have donated uh, should be a little over $70,000 uh, thus far in our, you know, 10 years plus existence that we've had to our students uh, graduating seniors uh, and up to about 10 scholarships a year. So we're very happy to turn that around to help our kids because right now, let's face facts, things are expensive, whether it's college, books, room and board, whatever is and anything that we can do to help our, our young people and help our families, we want to give back. So I know the IR Pride Scholarship is is one of the big ones that you give to uh, graduating seniors. Can you talk a little bit about that scholarship and the criteria and that type of thing? Yeah, it was a scholarship we actually put together, uh, not necessarily wanting, saying that we want the person with the highest GPA or the person who was the president of every club. We wanted students that exhibit pride in what they do. You know, when I was in school, we used to have a gold football helmet and on the side of it said pride. And we want to make sure that when our kids are leaving and they're graduating, that they understand what true IR pride is. So they talk about what their commitment was and what things they did in school to help bring that pride out, uh, which is a little bit different from telling us, what do you want to do with your life and things like that? Yeah. So um, I, I will tell you, we're very happy with the group we get. Now, sometimes we get some people that are going to some great institutions like maybe NC State or Cornell or things like that. But sometimes we get some students that are going to our local colleges. We had somebody this past year that went to a culinary school. So we want everybody to know the IR Pride Scholarship is about what you have done for your school to exhibit true IR Pride, not only for yourself, but for others in the school as a whole. And how many of those did you give out last year? It was quite a few, wasn't it? Yeah, usually it's been between seven and ten every year. It depends on the applicant pool uh, that we're dealing with. Uh, and, and available funds. But we're right now just getting back to where we were at one time right before COVID. When we, right before COVID, we were giving about 10 $1,000 scholarships a year away. So that just gives you, just for that alone, $10,000 worth of scholarships in just that scholarship. Well, there's another interesting scholarship too. You actually give scholarships to alumni, people who have, are, who have already graduated. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we find that sometimes, let's face, face facts, uh, once you graduate from high school, you might start a career and end up going into a different direction. And you might need some help because you have to go back to school. And we do have an alumni scholarship. I believe it's $500 that we give away to a, a successful alumnus and they can put in for that. And a lot of that has always been taken up. Sometimes we have multiple people putting in for that scholarship. We love to even have more because we want to try to help whoever we can as our inner high school family around here, if they're trying to better themselves and educate themselves to go in a different direction, that's great. We want to be there for them and they don't have to make that decision right out of high school. And another scholarship that's obviously close to your heart. I know a couple of years ago you established the uh, the Ridge Murray Scholarship, uh, which is named after your son who sadly passed away in 2021. Um, can you talk a little bit about that scholarship and the criteria for that uh, for students? Yeah. yeah, our son Ridge passed away November 26 of 21. And we worked with it. My, my wife and I worked with the alumni because 
Ridge was very excited about the alumni, and he actually won the alumni scholarship when he graduated from high yeah. school. And so with the help of our community members that have, have sent in a lot of money for this, we're able, um, we start, this was our second year, so we're going on our third year, we were able to present two $2,500 scholarships, so $5,000 per year uh, in the Ridge Murray Scholarship. The applicants, what they have to do, we have a lot of great applicants, and we have a committee that goes through those applications, and I, I wish I had enough to give everyone the same amount, uh, but I can tell you uh, they are given a, a challenge, and their challenge is, you know, we look at Ridge was a great light to the world, and we want to know what they have done to be a light um, to the world and what they are planning on, how this money is going to help them to be a brighter light. Uh, to the world. And we figured that would definitely represent and stand up for Ridge and what he did. And I know as the alumni as a whole, it, it falls under their umbrella as well. So we're excited about that. So that number I gave you a little while ago, the 70,000, that's not counting the two 5,000s. Yeah, that now you got 80,000. But I will tell you the community, our friends, our families have stepped up and gave monies toward that, that we're going to be able to keep this scholarship going for at least another 11 or 12 years. Wow, that's just that's just fantastic. That's just fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing I want to move on to that the Alumni Association handles is uh, the Indian River High School Hall of Fame. Yes, and I think, uh, you know, in looking at the list of inductees is pretty impressive in the last 30 years or so. I let, just to name a few, uh, you know, uh, William Chandler, who was a Delaware Superior Court and uh, Delaware Court of Chancery judge. Uh, Mike Hall, who was a world champion weightlifter. Uh, Laura Hickman, local artist. Uh, Mark Steele, uh, who's a former Indian River School District superintendent. Uh, Bethany Hall Long, who is our current lieutenant governor. And uh, Pete Schwartzkopf, who's the former uh, speaker of the House of the State of Delaware. That's just to name a few people who are in the uh, Indian River Hall of Fame, which is very, very impressive list. I know that, you know, it, it seemed like there were some in inductions in the early 90s, and then it kind of went by the wayside. And then it kind of restarted again around 2012. Did that kind of coincide with the establishment of the Alumni Association? And is that when you guys kind of took over the, the Hall of Fame aspect? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. And to understand it, just to give you a quick history, one of the we had three things that we as a group of four or five got together that said we as the Alumni Association need to get taken care of. One was the scholarships for our kids to make sure that they were funded. Number two was at the time, if you remember, back in 2004, I believe, Indian River High School moved into its new building and went multiple years without even having a sign out front. And through the help of the community and our state legislators, we were able to put up a beautiful, you know, over $30,000 sign, digital sign, so we can keep everyone abreast of what's going on. But the last thing we wanted to do was to keep the Hall of Fame going because what happened, the Hall of Fame was started many years before that and it was done by the school more you know not necessarily like an outside organization so the alumni took the bull by the horns if you want to say and we now have a hall of fame committee and it's the number the the, the people that are on that committee are unbelievable because you might have somebody like bethany hall long that's you know i from what i heard the other day she's going to be running for governor she is yes you know, and you have many great politicians, but you got also a number of great, there's military people, there are people that serve in law enforcement, people in fire and rescue, doctors, coaches, 
for everyone you might say gosh that person's on the front page of the paper there's another person that you never hear from but if you knew their background and how they helped others and how they brought any river pride to others uh it would blow your mind so it's it's very impressive the gamut of people that are within the hall of fame it is a very diverse group. I, I just noticed Ray Steele is on there, who you mentioned earlier, that helped you get yes. into uh, get into teaching, and and that, that's what one one of the things I wanted to talk to you about as far as the criteria that you guys use to be eligible for the Hall of Fame because it's it's interesting. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we we have a few main points we really look at, and it's within the application process, which is part of our, it's on our website. But we look at number one leadership qualities that they have, how, how they've exhibited leadership. We also look at their community service because that's face facts. We all can take care of ourselves, but how many of us make sure we take care of others? And that's a true pride thing, making sure when you put yourself last and take care of others. We also look at uh, things such as significant contribu contributions to, the so to society as a whole. Not, if you look on that board, you'll see many of these people live around here, but not everybody. You have somebody like Dr. Devi Alon, who lives in New York City, who is a uh, a great doctor in New York City and has touched thousands of people. I'm going to tell you what, she's incredible. And what she has done is a perfect example how, you know, does your Indian River High School pride glow at, in your community? So that's what we're looking at. How are you inspiring others, you know, in the community? We, we had a guy a gentleman who was put in the Hall of Fame, and he is a big, he works with kids and coaching and refereeing and things like that. And everything he does, he's touching someone to help them grow and be a better person. And when you see that, it just it, it just lightens you up. So you do not have to be the president or the governor or, or anything like to be in the Hall of Fame. But I can tell you, there are some great people on that board that have done wonderful things to help people. I see uh, when the when the Hall of Fame got reestablished, one of the first people that got inducted was Susan Lyons, who is the publisher of the Coastal Point newspaper, which is uh, yes. probably the best local newspaper we have around here. So, yeah, that, that just gives you an idea as to uh, what great people are, are are in the Hall of Fame. Now, do you guys do an induction every year or try to do an induction every year? Yeah, we open it up every year. Uh, there, there may be years that the committee uh, looks at the applicants and they might have one applicant, they might have multiple applicants, maybe a couple. I don't think we've have ever had any more two or three. Uh, but we've also had years where there, there might not have been an applicant that met the criteria that the Hall of Fame has. The Hall of Fame has a criteria they look at and the, they are the final call on the Hall of Fame induction. When is, um, the, is the induction traditionally like in the spring or, or fall? When does it usually take place? We it's usually put out to public at the end of the end of the calendar year, usually around November. And I think applications are usually due in, I want to say, end of January. And I'm going by my memory. <laughs> um, but we usually announce the winners at the Beef and Brew. We started doing that last year, so we actually announced them. That was the big opening or opening the door for our our new incoming Hall of Fame induction folks, uh, and then. We're very fortunate. Mike Williams, the current principal at Indian River High School, has kept up a tradition of allowing the Hall of Fame people actually to speak to our graduating seniors during their senior award night. So it's a chance for them to come to actually address the seniors that are there. And then afterwards, we have a little celebration with some cupcakes and 
with their families. Yeah. So that's that's how that usually goes. It turns out really nice. Well, the other thing I want to uh, I want to address, and I think this is really unique too. Tell me about the license plates. <laughs> well, you know what? Many, many years ago, because uh, I think we've been doing it for quite some time, I remember seeing some some license plates. Like I used to have a University of Delaware license plate, and then I remember myself and someone else were looking into what's prohibiting us from doing like a Indian River High School alumni license plate, and I I was able to look it up. And we found out that there were actually some high schools in the state of Delaware that had license plates, but most of the license plates were from high schools that no longer existed, like say they merged or something like that. So we looked into it. We were able to start the license plate piece. And during one of our first couple of beef and brews, we actually auctioned off the first 10 license plates. Wow. And I remember that the number one inner high school alumni driver's plate went over a thousand some dollars. And had a nice little uh, bidding war going on between some people. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it's classic. I will tell you that uh, I was fortunate enough to get IR7. I wanted to be number seven. And it was brought to my attention that I was the seventh principal at Indian River High School. So I, I wanted IR7. I, I've enjoyed having that license tag as well. Yeah, I've seen those plates around the community and they really are attractive. And I think that's just a, a really, a really great thing that you guys have been able to do um, with that. And as far as upcoming events go, I know the uh, the beef and brew obviously is the big one. Now, you mentioned let's let's just circle back quickly to the class reunions. I know you have a few of those coming up um, and mm -hmm. they're advertised on the Web page for the Alumni Association. Right. And they will continue to be as we move forward. Yeah, we'll advertise them, in, and on, within the advertisement has the names and the contact information for those people within that class that are organizing it. And just to wrap it up, um, where can individuals get more information about the Alumni Association, about all the things that we've discussed? Oh, absolutely. We have our website, and our website can be accessed right through the Indian River High School portal under Resources for Alumni. Most people, I'm afraid, use social media. I'm still not a social media person. Okay. But uh, a lot of people use social media as well. And you can go to any River High School Alumni Association and you can get the information there. And you know what? We It's something I forgot to mention. Uh, usually in the fall, we try to do a meet and greet. And, and there'll be some information coming out, hopefully, on that about meet and greeting some people. So whether you hear about it, whether you see it on social media or you happen to read it about it uh, on the website, for our any River High School alumni fans, please join us. We'd love to have you as being a greater part of the family. And if I don't know you, I want to, I want to get to know you. Well, Bennett, uh, as always, it's a pleasure uh, to talk to you. And I just thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk about the association with us today. David, thanks very much. And, and for everybody out there listening, if you're an inner high school graduate, you're big, you're part of a bigger family. And we just want you to know that we're here uh, and we'd love to have you part. Thank you, Dave. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and several other podcast platforms and mobile apps. Episodes and bonus content can also be accessed by visiting irsd.net and clicking on the podcast button on the homepage. To search for episodes on Facebook, Use the hashtags IRSD Podcast and IRSD Spotlight. 
Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District.